0: Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 97 for November 30th, 2012. The website is KlezmerPodcast.com, and you can write to me at Keith at KlezmerPodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and MySpace, and look for the Klezmer Podcast monthly playlist on Spotify. And a great way to help support Klezmer Podcast is to purchase your music through the Klezmer Podcast Music Delicatessen Store. Simply go to KlezmerPodcast.com, click on the tab Buy Music Here, and you will be taken directly to the Klezmer Podcast Music Delicatessen Store. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Sam Deschen, trumpet player for the band Klezwoods based in Boston. I caught up with Sam on my last visit to Boston. And this was recorded on September 14th, 2012. So here we go with Sam Duchenne of Cleswoods. Hi, this is Keith, and uh, once again, in visiting Boston. This time visiting with Sam Duchesne of Cleswoods, based here in the Boston area. Sam, welcome to the Klezmer Podcast. I'm finally... Uh, caught up with you after a few years for sure yeah it's a pleasure to uh, meet you in person finally and be in here talking about the music and klez woods and everything pleasure so tell me about the background uh, of klez woods I'd, I'd known uh becky wexler from uh, klez canada before uh, yeah. so uh You know, she got me turned on to Kleswood. So tell me about the band. Well, we started about four and a half years ago. Uh, The band leader is
1: a fellow named Joe Kessler. and He's a fiddler from Philly, now lives in Boston, or has for a long time. Uh, And he was asked to put on a Klezmer band for a bar in East Cambridge, which is uh, right outside of Boston, uh, at a place called Atwoods Tavern. And uh, he put together a bunch of local klezmer musicians, in addition to some other uh, Balkan and jazz guys. Uh, he kind of threw it together for a klezmer Christmas event that was happening at <laughs> this place. It was quite an interesting thing that they. It was kind of almost a a funny joke on the whole holiday music, you know, at, at you know the Christmas music. Like, oh, Cre- klezmer Christmas, and it was a huge success, and a ton of people uh, showed up and had a great time. And the band was, you know, we were all like, oh, why didn't we do this before, you know? And so, anyway. Seems to be
0: a theme in Boston. Shareem had done the Klezmer Nutcracker a few totally. years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. We all know all
1: those guys. And actually, Michael McLaughlin, Jim Gray, they're both in the band, too. The tuba okay. and uh, accordion and tuba player. Uh, but, yeah, we were actually, um, we play with those guys all the time, and they're good friends of ours. But, yeah, it's just kind of like a fun thing, you know. The first album we had is, you know, kind of comically called Oy yeah <laughs> <laughs> So that's, and we're going a different route with this next one. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Fun music
0: great uh so all the people uh in the group it was just uh a friends or you knew from college or how, how did everybody get together
1: yeah it was kind of it was actually all people that joe knew uh like i knew him you know personally from playing with a rock band just really randomly uh and then everybody else um our guitar player actually hooked up a lot of musicians he was a he had a band called the polydoctylos brass band and i was in it and dan linden the trombone player was in it and a couple other guys alex spiegelman um was in it and uh he actually asked me if he knew any balkan brass guys so i like automatically called tev and then you know he so that's how kind of that started but everybody know. i mean michael uh, mclaughlin and jim Gray are and shareem and they played uh, neftuli's dream and everything so uh and grant smith from um uh, from the klezmer conservatory band uh is a, is a legendary awesome drummer um so they the klezmer world and then there's the balkan world and then a couple of j- us jazz guys just kind of were thrown in the mix and uh and i've f- absolutely fallen in love with the music and i listened to it growing up but um i actually haven't delved into it until until the band started and that's when i really started listening to klezmer music I, i'm not jewish i didn't grow up you know listening to that um that much at least but anyway yeah so it's kind of a crazy thing i mean there are 10 or 11 of us on stage at one time so it's if i really had to explain, it it would take a long time (laughs) where where we met each other so it's pretty interesting though you know good group of guys and we you know i play jazz and and uh classical music that's my background and everybody else you everybody will say something totally different like becky you know becky grew up playing this stuff uh joe grew up playing this stuff um but you know, a number of us, um, you know, have bluegrass backgrounds and jazz backgrounds and Western classical and uh, Irish music and all this Dixieland stuff. So uh, it's quite a variety of musicians in there, you know, but but all of them are killing and equally in their own right. Definitely bring it to the table, you know, So
0: it's pretty fun. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's amazing. And it's it's a great mix. And I noticed that with a lot of bands now that, that people come from a lot of different backgrounds and they bring something uh from their own perspective mm-hmm. to to the genre yeah. and it just expands it and that translates also with with uh, the new arrangements you're talking about you you're writing a lot of uh, new material mm-hmm. for this new album totally uh as well as some uh existing repertoire so uh well, what's the inspiration for for the newer material you're you're composing
1: uh i'd say yeah it's a lot of difference for me personally at least i got one tune on there that uh is called egypt trip that's my original tune that i wrote for class woods did you go um, to egypt yeah i did actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah actually you know it was pretty easy to name the title of that one but uh, i went over there to see a good friend of mine growing up who actually introduced me to a lot of middle eastern music he's a he's an egyptian american egyptian uh dude that i that i grew up with in oregon and um he hit me to a lot of really cool uh, Egyptian-Palestinian uh, music, which led me to uh, listen to a lot of uh, um, Israeli music and Turkish music and, and more stuff like that. Uh, but I went over to see uh, him get married a couple, maybe it was about four or five years ago, and I went over there, and it was he's a Islamic man, and it was a very conservative Islamic wedding over there, and i never experienced anything like that. And um, just to walk around Alexandria... Uh, for a couple weeks, or I was actually there for about three weeks, but so it was wow. really, really, really fun trip and a cool, uh, really meaningful uh, experience for me and a formative experience as well you know and me viewing being the only american person in an area that's that's not necessarily like really pro america especially (laughs) in certain areas areas, you know they kind of look at you and i'm like well i'm just going to be myself you know but it was really really good experience and I, i wrote a song about it and we played it and then all the guys get together and kind of like moved it around a little bit and um as far as the other tunes though tev stevig he wrote a couple songs uh and he's the guitar player um the tune play to win and charambe are two of his originals and those are inspired on his his background which isn't uh necessarily a klezmer uh background but he he does a lot of um he grew up playing surf rock music and balkan music so that kind of combines together with some rock element and then the whole band. Those tunes are really, really complex and uh, odd time signatures, like 9-8 or, not that that's that odd anymore for us, but, <laughs> but for other people who don't know that, you know. Uh, it's, it's
0: odd for Western music.
1: Yeah, it's odd for Western music, but it's, for us it's like, you know, it's just like, you know. It's part of the landscape. 4-4 four, four is kind of weird at this point, but um, you know, he wrote some really intricate, awesome tunes, and, uh, and then our other, the last tune, the original one, is a Greg Loafman who was our bass player. He wrote a tune called Somerville Serbo, which is just... Um, a that's, sur- a, that's
0: a town near Boston. Yeah,
1: Somerville's <laughs> a town, like right <laughs> outside of Boston, where he lives, or he just moved away from there. But uh, we all hang out in Somerville all the time, and uh, it's, it's, just, it's kind of a joke. You know, the Serba is the <laughs> style of uh, composition, and he wrote a, a tune, Somerville Serba. But it's a short little, like, blast of really, really cool melody and everything. <laughs> but, so, yeah, it was, those are the four originals, and then the other two. And the inspiration for those are, I just basically we all write music you know and and we we started the band playing uh all covers or you know traditional music uh in the klezmer and balkan and arabic tradition you know uh but we want to start to incorporate more original music so uh we all at least for this album we have four maybe the next one we'll do all originals we don't know yet but uh yeah, so I guess I don't know if that's a long-winded answer, but if that makes any sense. But yeah, we just decided uh, we wanted to have some original tunes, and you know, we all got a ton of them, and those are the ones that we chose.
0: So, Well, that's great, and uh, I look forward to listening to that. Now, you, have you been uh, touring around some, or, or where do you guys usually play uh, any any regular gigs or
1: yeah we got um, we just finished a tour our cd release tour last week and we played uh, the CD release shows at the Regatta Bar right, right next to Harvard in Cambridge. It's a well known jazz club here. Uh, and it was really successful, a really fun show. We actually played the album from beginning to end, <laughs> straight through the album, you know, changing the solos. It wasn't yeah, like we yeah. memorized our solos or anything, but, <laughs> but we uh, you know played the songs at least in that order. And it went over really well. Um, Uh, But, yeah, we we played a couple shows. We did one in Providence, Rhode Island, the next day at a cool venue called FET. We played with a couple other local Boston bands, went down there. Uh, We played Providence, New Hampshire, and did uh, the City Winery in Manhattan on the weekend, and then another uh, club date in Brooklyn also. Uh, Just a short five-day tour uh selling the cd promoting and everything and, and uh it went really well and but in boston we usually play uh any sort any type of venue we got atwoods tavern uh the the venue that we started playing at we're actually playing there that next month and uh, we're playing at worcester at a place called nicks also next month and uh, in Boston, we we just play all over the place, you know, and then private events and all that stuff, parties and things like that too. So, it sounds like you stay pretty busy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it goes up and down, definitely, depending on like this summer we had a bunch of gigs, uh, shows, like public shows, and then we also had a plethora of all these wedding gigs that we that we do because you know we play traditional klezmer music all the time too, and uh, um, so that was that, those are actually some of the funnest gigs that we do, really, you know. Um, But so, yeah, it definitely stays busy. And we all have a bunch of other things. You know, Michael teaches at Tufts. To have teachers at another school, Powers Music School. I'm in a reggae band that's a full-time work working band, and Joe plays in like a billion bands around town. So it's kind of like everybody's really busy and stuff. You, you guys are the Boston music scene. We are pretty much. If you if you yeah, if you really wanted to, if we calculated all the bands that we play in normally, we'd probably take over the every single band in Boston easily. Easily, if not outside of Boston and New York and stuff too, you know. Sure, but yeah, it's a it's a fun group of guys. You know, we all just like playing, so that's all we do. So and
0: teach too. But you gotta have the teaching gig to su- support the playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm not there yet, but you know, most of the guys are who are smarter than me. Like Michael's <laughs> got a nice gig at Tufts, and you know, Tev and Joe and the private students and everything. So, yeah, it's a it's an important thing. Right, especially if you have kids and everything. I don't have any kids, like. Yeah. So you got a lower budget than other people. Exactly, yeah. All I do is pay rent. <laughs> and ride my bike around. play classical music. That was pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, we're really excited for this album. And, you know, we got a bunch of shows coming up. And we're playing concerts in, outside of Boston to New York and trying to make it down to Philly and, and D.C. Ne- later on in the fall. And we got a bunch to Bo- Boston, Gloucester, uh, Worcester, you know all the all the errs in, <laughs> in, in, in massachusetts and uh but yeah we we play out all the time so it's, and it's always changing too as soon as we get a show like i just i just booked a belmont music series in this town called belmont massachusetts they this little cool library has this really unique music series that literally just booked a show yesterday for the spring and a bunch of fun stuff coming up but yeah you know, check it out and I don't think we mentioned this. What's uh, the name of the album? Uh, it's the album. I uh, get ready for this one. It's kind of a long-winded album title, but it's called "The Thirtieth Meridian from Cairo to St. Petersburg with Love." And so that's a reference to a bunch of different things, but
0: <laughs> you can look. As long as you put up. "love" in the title, yeah. it'll, it'll it'll search on any. any uh... <laughs> any search engine exactly exactly
1: well the idea the idea of it you know in all seriousness it's uh that's not the title track or anything right no no no. <laughs> no no maybe maybe the next album that would be kind of a funny title first tune but no it's actually the idea of it is uh you know the meridians you know there's a you know the whole globe is spanned by meridians and the 30th meridian specifically um goes through a bunch of uh, the joe came up with this our Fearless band leader and violin player. He he came up with the idea of uh, making the album based off the 30th Meridian, which is uh, the Meridian where Israel is and uh, Turkey and parts of Russia, Ukraine um, and Egypt and the uh, you know Mediterranean. The whole the area where so much of you know all the music we we play comes from there. The the album's name that is based off. You know it's kind of uh, the rough idea of the album is. Uh, musical journey up the 30th meridian starting down e- even though the first tune is a macedonian song which is technically above egypt you know whatever it's it's they're roughly <laughs> it's, the it's, idea is going up you know up the 30th meridian through that part of the world where all our music comes from
0: that's interesting because you know we, we think of music as being east west but but exactly. you're actually doing a, a south to north totally uh, take which yeah, you know, that that's a different different view on it.
1: For sure, that was all Joe's idea. Here, I remember. I even right now I'm recalling the exciting conversation that, that he was like, "We should name our album this," and we're all like, oh, "Cool, man, great idea!" And you know, it ended up passing through the numerous critics in the band. And was like, oh, let's do this and do that, But we got a lot of heads that we gotta account for. But everybody really liked the idea, so it was, you know, thankfully got through. I think it's an awesome title for an album. It is. Yeah, know. I think so. But yeah, it's kind of a cool idea, and we have all this. We're actually in the right after this. I'm going um, going to meet with a choreographer who's uh, who's also a belly dancer that comes, and we have a, a crazy live show where a lot of times we incorporate belly dancing and uh, live art and things like that with with our show. And uh, one of our belly our main belly dancer, this this girl named Bevan Victoria, uh, really talented lady that I actually met on the road with a with a traveling gypsy band, and. Um, She's an amazing. Uh, she just moved to, from Boston from Portland, but I'm going to go meet with her and talk about choreographing a whole dance set of, of a troupe of dancers doing um, basically choreography to our full album. And we're going to play okay. the album all the way down and do. And we were just talking about it yesterday, so we got to actually set it up. But hopefully, that's that's going to be in the works for another cool
0: exciting new show in the future but. sounds like you need to do a, a music video for one of the tunes oh too.
1: yeah definitely that's that's in the works too we got some really <laughs> cool ideas with that some like animators who want who want to do that uh, animated video and who knows i don't know We're it's a bunch of we got a bunch of ideas all, all over the place so it's just a matter of a lot, see, of, lot of stuff cooking yeah a ton of stuff cooking
0: yeah. <laughs> we got so many ingredients you know we got to cook something from it yeah right. so if people want to uh buy the album or download the tracks find more information about Clez Woods uh, where do they go uh, just
1: uh, uh that's our website and you can find on there places to buy the new album the old album as well um And then uh, I think, I don't know if it's downloadable yet off of iTunes and Amazon, but it will be very soon. But if you want to buy the physical album, you can just buy it through us, you know, right from our website. That's how we've been doing it. Or live at the show. Um, But yeah, just cladswoods.com has all that information. Will it be streaming on Spotify, perhaps? Yes, it will be, definitely. The first album for sure will be, and I
0: think uh, probably the second full album will be. Um, Pretty so sure. I can do another plug for my monthly Klezmer podcast Spotify playlist. So, because sure. uh, yeah. on there I can <laughs> I can include it in the playlist.
1: Cool, I'll get on that right away. So it'll be on there. Yeah, we cool. want to make it so it's all the albums are streamable online. You know, so it's not like thirty seconds. So it always annoys me when I go to a band's yeah. page and you know it's like, oh, okay, if you're gonna give me a, give me something, might as well give me all of it. You know, especially nowadays. You know, we're we're, we're in it to. Uh, to share our music and uh we want to of course sell it and we when we make our livings doing this but we also want to really really get it out there and get get it known that we want to have our music be heard you know and that's the most important thing we got a lot of i'm extremely proud and so is everybody else of this album especially we put a ton of work into it and many 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 hours and months uh eight or nine months over uh we actually the interesting story we traveled all the way to syracuse new york to record this thing with a friend of mine who was an old sound engineer from this reggae band john brown's body that i play with and uh he doesn't do that anymore but he has his own uh recording studio and i he's one of the best in the northeast his name is jocko randall and he's up at more sound studios and uh we went all the way up there and got luckily got all these like top-notch musicians to leave leave town for two days <laughs> it's like a really tough thing to do and uh but we got up there and recorded the whole album in a day and it was like whew, crazy but and a ton of mixing and all overdubs after that but uh, anyway really proud of this thing so want to get it heard and come out to one of our shows
0: <laughs> it's the that's the best part is the live show uh, always it always is yeah, definitely sure. uh Shane the band is Cleswoods, and the album is something to do with the 30th Meridian and Love so if you oh, if yeah. you can remember that much of it <laughs> you'll be able to find it right and there's a sousaphone and a tuba <laughs> and an accordion <laughs> those are kind of cool instruments but uh it's good music too yeah great alright Sam thanks very much for uh taking a few minutes uh and uh finding me out here In the middle of Boston. (laughs) Thank you very much, Sam. Pleasure. Yeah, (laughs) pleasure being here.
1: Hi, this is Hankus Netsky, and you're listening to Klezmer Podcast.com.
0: All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Sam DeSchen of the band Klezwoods, based in Boston. The track we heard was Egypt Trip, Sam's original tune, from the album The 30th Meridian from Cairo to St. Petersburg with Love. I'd very much like to thank Sam for taking the time out of his hectic schedule to visit with me, and also for providing the track for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you'd like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 97. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.